Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, I'm sitting here with Chris. How's it going tonight? Pretty good, excited to be back after a, uh, a short week off, which we'll get, I guess, a little bit into why uh, we weren't here. There just wasn't very much to talk about last week, to There's be still honest. not much to talk about this week, to be honest. Yeah. Um, excuse me nursing my sunburn, uh, the Lazy River at Holiday World, and I, I loved it. It didn't love me. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk we'll get plenty to... more about we'll... Holiday World in a little bit. We'll get to that. Yeah, but uh, there wasn't a lot of... This is more of an apology to Chris, though, because I'm going to be That's okay. putting aloe vera on my shoulders for the entire show. Nope. Uh, yeah, there wasn't much to talk about. And then <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. I think I just had a really long day at work last week, too. And I was just like, no, not it's not happening. Yeah, we didn't have a great segment idea either because we both got plenty of trips coming up so we've kind of been mentally preparing for for those and focused on uh, those episodes so we yeah we didn't and, really have anything um and the guest we thought we were going to have god bless him the saint he is is working the overnight maintenance shift shift at cga right now yeah he's, he's hats still, off to you klaus enjoy your vacation this week too busy working on small world um yeah he died when he heard that i i got a text and he died it was like that's hilarious yeah so klaus will join us uh later in the season once he has more maintenance stories to share um but this week we still don't have a lot of news to talk about luckily jack has been traveling so we got that and we have ride of the week it returns. It's back, which means y'all get to listen to Chris do the theme music. I know that's why you're here. Yes, and it's double the size. So you'll get that for the rest of this summer season. But first up, we got to talk about our very, very, very small amount of news we have. Uh, the first one I know hurts Jack. And then we have no updates on Zambezi Zinger at uh, Worlds of Fun still. Yeah, the, the subtext that goes with that says Jack despairingly. Yeah. Um, because I will be there in 12 days. And I will not lie, those were not cheap flights. And I really will be sad if I spent well north of $500 to go to Worlds of Fun. Yeah, when, uh, when I was looking at... The look on Chris's face right now says it all. When I was looking at options for um, the Missouri trip that I have coming up, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I was, I was figuring out, should I go to Six Flags St. Louis or Worlds of Fun as my second park? The flights into Kansas City were way more expensive than St. Louis, which is why I picked St. Louis. So mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I, looking at flight options, I looked at flying into St. Louis and then like trying to get a ride with someone, but it just wasn't going to work out well where I'd land in St. Louis in time for someone to pick me up yeah. and drop me back off. Um, it did work out pretty well, though, because I changed my flight uh, to fly out of Des Moines so that I can go to Lost Island, because I want to ride that Intamin that I can't pronounce the name of. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Um, the, the, so, you know the one. It's yes. Car- or not Carnan. Um, Canonan. Canonan. That, the other, that, that yeah. thing. I know what you're saying. So yeah. I mean, even when I was expecting the Zambezi Zinger to be open, I still wasn't uh, deeming it worth it. To fly into Kansas City for those prices, so I'm sure this hurts much, much worse for you. Mm-hmm. But you are getting to go to Lost Island, which is pretty cool. Yeah, talk about Lost that. Island, and it's a Buzz Bar stumble, so it's going to be a good time. Um, of course, talk a lot about Buzz Bars, folks, here in a bit, the back half of the show. But fingers crossed. Apparently, there was a lot of movement this weekend, so maybe, please, we'll please, see. we will see. Hopefully so, though. Um, in other news, so Falcon's flight over in the Middle East, whichever part of it it's in. Ooh, that's loud. Huh? I turned. I, I hit play on the YouTube video, and the ad I got was very loud. Oh, yeah, so Falcon's flight. Um, somebody made a pretty, what we think is pretty accurate POV um, of what it's supposed to be like. 
a lot of people. Can we just talk about this freaking airtime hill? Yeah, that uh, that's gonna be very good. <laughs> um, yeah, <coughs> I will not lie to you that I am already tracking flight prices for 2025 to go ride this thing. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I doubt I will ever get to ride it, but I don't know. I'm curious if I did get to ride it, where it would rank. Because part of me thinks there's no way it's not number one. And the other part of me thinks like, well, you know, yeah, it's really long and it's really tall, but you got to see how it rides first. Um, mm -hmm. I doubt I'll ever get to do it, but it does look pretty cool. Are you are you watching the POV? I uh, I watched it the other day. I don't have it up right now. Okay, I just I I had the same thought because I'm like the absurdity of this thing makes me think yeah this could be number one, but then also like it's so absurd. I think it's just gonna it almost like feels like a gimmick even though it's you know thirteen thousand yeah, 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 yeah. feet long. Exactly. <laughs> it's like. Okay, it might be thirteen thousand feet long, but like it feels like a gimmick <laughs> still. And so I've no idea where it would rank. I think that's part of why I'm so like I gotta go ride this thing. Um, and I've been talking. We we have a small little group of people that are basically assembled and committed to doing like three weeks in the Middle East to do Quidea, all of the UAE parks, all the like basically try to hit all the parks we can while we're there. Yeah. Um. And we were discussing it this past weekend because um, one of those guys was James Larson, who I spent a significant amount of time with this weekend. Of course. And we were trying to uh, talk about how many days will we want at this park? Um, I think we settled on four because it's we were talking. It's one of those things. We recognize that if we go, we will probably only get to go one time in our life. Yeah. And we also recognize that we need to go sooner and later just because of how the world is. And so that is, I mean, we're looking at going opening year for this park. Um, and I honestly don't know, like, I don't think it will be my number one. But I honestly think I could be completely wrong. And yeah. it legitimately might be the best coaster ever built on such a scale that it will never ever be able to be topped. Yeah. It could either be undoubtedly your number one or like it's really long, really fast, really tall, but it doesn't I think do the, what your number one does. Yeah. I think the speed is going to be like insane and just push it so far because of how fast you're going to be going. Mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, I don't know. Like well, I'm watching the POV right now and like, the elements themselves are really not that interesting. That's what I'm saying. It's just the fact that you're going 160 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. The first half before you go up the mountain looks like it could be really, like, you know, kind of like what they do with Conda. Lots of air mm -hmm. time on a, on a new instrument. It's the second half that I'm more, more curious about. Because, well, yeah, it I'm... doesn't look crazy. I don't know. I guess... Inspiring. The launch up the hill is ridiculous. Yes. Like just you just keep going, and then you get to the top, and it's like Iron Rattler. Hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think this will be super cool. Like the views would will be incredible up here. Um, and then yeah, you you hit the brakes and dive off this cliff, which. I mean, I have a feeling after riding this, every B&M dive coaster is going to be the <laughs> stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, probably. But we'll just have to wait and see. It looks really cool. Yeah. So I can't get I can't get over this freaking airtime hill. Just imagine in the back row how long you're going to float down that hill. If it runs like a like Superman's fourth hill at that size, <laughs> that might make it number one on its own. Um, well, and it's got these like long drawn out speed hills, which is just like standing airtime. It looks like, yeah, it could be. God, I hope it runs as fast as this pre-creation is making it seem like it will. Like no trims, come on, just full send this thing. That would be very nice, but 
We'll have to wait and anyway, see. Okay. I'm I'm really excited about this. Um, if I get to ride it, we might have to bring the podcast back for an episode <laughs> so I can just talk about this thing. Yeah. Well, coming back stateside. Yeah, but... El Toro. A lot of people's favorite coaster. It looks like a great adventure. Started testing, what, today? Yep, literally a couple hours ago. Yeah. So, I, hopefully this is a good thing. I'm kind of sad. I was really enjoying getting the hate on its memory in peace. Well, a lot of people love it. And I know that you're not very nice. But, um, it hopefully they can get it running consistently again. If not, then I don't think it will ever <laughs> come back. I, I it's it's kind of crazy that after two incidents, it's coming back. A third, you would think, kind of puts it underground and in a grave. But I mean, you could have said the same thing about two. Um, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, I I definitely think if it's not uh, fixed after after. Th- three yeah this would be is this three or is this two this is this is the second time this is the second one i if it doesn't get if it's if it's not fixed after this i don't see them i don't know i don't think you can keep doing the same thing and expecting it's they're doing this they've done the same thing and they're expecting the same result so yeah Hmm. it would it would either be gone or go under a very drastic change like rmc rmc (laughs) yeah yeah uh so testing hopefully it gets open soon hopefully it doesn't kill anybody or break or fall apart or burn down or any of those unfortunate things that would hurt my heart so much i wouldn't shock me if any of them happen at this point so shout out you toro for being as unreliable as ever now, it's more unreliable than lightning rod these days. Let's think about that for a second. It's, and it's still close is the worst part about that. Um, so, ride of the week is back. So this comes from our good friend Bryant. He gave us the idea to do, instead of reviews, do kind of what we expect from rides that we hope to ride in the future, top bucket list rides, um, and just kind of from an outsider's perspective what we think the ride will be like, what we hope it will be like. Mm -hmm. So all of these coasters, yep, all these coasters are, there's eight of them. There's about eight weeks of the podcast left for the summer. Don't want to make y'all cry, but you know, yeah. So we have eight coasters on the list and they are all coasters that neither Chris or I have ridden and have a means to ride this summer. But I think that probably applies more to me at the moment. Um, but yeah, none of these have been written by either of us. We won't be riding either of these in the next eight weeks, mm-hmm. any of these. In, yeah. So, and now it is the moment you have all been waiting for patiently for years, quite literally at this point, Chris, spin the wheel. Well, we didn't even go over our options yet. Oh, we did. Oh, I forgot. We do that. I was just going to be kind of like, oh, a surprise. Oh yeah. We guess we can do that. I mean, we, we can surprise you <laughs> if you want. Uh, no, I mean, we let's tell the people what they have to look forward to. All right. So, first up on the list from down under in Australia, the Mock Rides Hypercoaster DC Rivals. Next, another Mock Ride over in, oh, shoot, Belgium. Belgium. There you Belgium. go. He gets it. Ride. And you all know which ride it is already. Yeah, Ride to Happiness at Plops of Land at three. Probably uh, Jack's number one bucket list to this point, if I had to guess. I don't know. My number one bucket list is on this list, I think, but I don't think it's this one anymore. Well, this one, the SNS 40 Asianica at Fuji Q Highland, another Japanese coaster, Flying Dinosaur, the BM Flyer at Universal. Oh, City I thought of another Japan. coaster we could have put on this list, well, and I can't believe make I a forgot challenge, it. Go for it before it has to be one of these last. Four. Mm. Read the other. Read the other four off, and then I'll tell you what I'm thinking, and you tell me if it's worth switching. Okay. Up next, from the UK, Nemesis, the BNM invert that's currently being uh, retracked. Number six, 
Hakuge at Nagashima Spa Land, the massive blue and white RMC. Number seven, the Gerslauer Infinity in Germany, Karnen. And at eight, the only U.S. representative, the best U.S. coaster we could think of that neither of us have ridden, Boardwalk Oscar Bullet. Oscar Blackie Taxi. Boardwalk Bullet. Same manufacturer, <laughs> Gravity Group. Akima Boardwalk in Texas. What are you thinking? Okay. T-Express. Oh, and I can't believe I forgot about that because Sloan is literally about to get on it right now as we're recording it. I mean, we could take off Bullet and make this one the international. I don't know. I kind of Bullet having Bullet's kind of funny. Yeah, because it's like the underdog on this list. I think we leave it as is yeah, and just say so. T Express looks awesome. Okay. Okay. So wheel is ready. Eight options. Let's spin. Chris, spin it. Dun, 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 dun. And flying dinosaur at Universal Studios Japan. This one was one That's of my pretty... entries. Yeah, so uh, I'll, we didn't say that. We each picked four. I think we would have honestly come up with the same eight or very similar to the same eight yeah. if we each done it, but we just <coughs> each picked four. We also left off Wood Coaster, but... I purposely left it off, actually. Why? Because the last couple of trip reports I've heard from there have said it's gotten unbearably rough and barely operates anymore. Like, maybe, like, it's super apparently hit or miss whether or not, like, it's actually open. That doesn't surprise me. It's actually, like, it's not as high on my, I want to ride it, don't get me wrong, but I don't, if I ever get to China, I don't know if I'll actually go do it, just because it's pretty far out there, and it's a pretty big risk to go ride it. Anyway, Flying Dino, this was your entry, so how about you kick us off? I think also you definitely are more hyped for this ride than I am. Yeah. So, I mean, Jurassic Park-themed rides just work out in Universal Parks, the river adventures are really good. It's, the one in California looks great. Obviously, Velocicoaster. And then in Japan, they have their own B&M flyer, Flying Dinosaur. That just looks so unique compared to all the other B&M flyers. And I think it looks awesome. I mean, to, to start, it's got the theming going for it. It has the color scheme going for it. The trains look awesome. It's right over water. And the whole layout... It, it seems like it's a B&M flyer pushed to 11 in every way. It has these crazy, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like 500 degree twists barreling towards the ground or going up, diving into a pretzel loop out of it. Just absolutely insane maneuvers that you don't see on many other B&M flyers. It has random little hills and the drop, apparently, from what I've heard, gives legit airtime somehow. The drop is different from the other B&Ms. It, it, it seems to be kind of sharper. Um, so, I mean, these Jurassic Park theme rides always seem to be great. I've heard great things about this one. Oh, my God. I found a POV. Yeah, I'm telling you, it looks insane. It just is constantly Well, there, there's just not that many POVs of this thing out there. Yeah, I know. I, it's very hard to find. I've probably watched the same one. But... Man, I just there, there's no other B and M that seems to maneuver in the way that this one does. It goes from crazy twisting to insane positives over water, under bridges. It, the ride looks beautiful. It just has like if if I could build a dream flying coaster, and I know you're gonna say fly, but I'm talking about B and M's. Dream B&M flying coaster. This would be it. And I don't think I would make any changes. So I really want to get there and ride it one day. No matter how long the line is. Because I've seen it gets absurdly long. It looks incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, watching a POV of this. This really does look. I mean, as far as B&M flyers go. This is it. Like, I don't think there's a better B&M flyer out there than this. The layout. I mean, the first... Whatever this thing is, inversion, twisty, roll thing, 
that then immediately goes into like the like almost like the dueling dragons reincarnated turnaround element. Yeah. This coaster looks insane. Um talking BM flyers, I will agree with Chris. I think this is like the dream BM flyer. Fly definitely, I think, would beat this in hand-to-hand combat for me personally. The ride itself is probably better on flying dinosaurs, but Fly does everything else so perfect that it would beat this. And I also am like after riding a launched flying coaster, it'd be hard to go back. Yeah. I mean but they're great for different I'm, things. They really are. Like that's that that coaster is insane i mean just looking at the layout it looks like positives insanity um yeah it it, it really is just a bnm flyer pushed to the max as much as it can and i yeah think i would love that so okay awesome. here's a fun here's a fun thought so there are eight coasters on this list Let's give it its like ranking. Like out of these eight, how hot? If this is your bucket list, hmm. where does it sit on your bucket list of these eight? Huh. And actually, while I'm thinking about this, I'll put a table in here so we can. You know, you'll probably be surprised, and maybe you won't even like this. I'm going to say either two or three. I expected that for you, and I'm not surprised. Because um, you know that I I like looking for uniqueness, but when I say uniqueness, I'm not looking for it in like a gimmicky way. I'm looking for it in like a – like it. we've seen this ride type, but it does some things to an extra limit, or it does some things differently than the other does or the other types do. And I really love that because when you look at the list, DC Rivals, I have questions about. Ride to Happiness is definitely over it. You know why. Asianica, bigger X2 than X2. Nemesis, done BNM inverts, looks really cool, but I don't expect it to be better than most of these. Hakuge, you know my thing with RMCs. Karnan, same thing as DC Rivals, have questions. Boardwalk Bullet. It's not on the level as most of these other ones. We just had a U.S. one. But it, it would also be really good. So I think number two. I think I would say Ride to Happiness over it. Well, I was going to save where I rank everything else for later. Okay. Well, they like, know that. We'll reveal I will say the rest. Well, yeah. Um, my I'm going to give it number four. <laughs> it's like the middle of the pack for me. That's because I, I know it's going to be good. I don't have any, like, oh, what's this going to be like? I just, I know it's going to be good. There's just three others on this list. Probably very predictably which three that I am more enticed to want to ride. Yeah. It, uh, it looks awesome, though. And I think that's another thing that has me so excited. Is like you said, like, you know it's going to be good. But I'm not, because it's a B&M flyer, I'm not going to expect it to be top 10, top 20. Yeah. Hopefully top 25, but I I don't see much room for me to be disappointed by it because I'm already not expecting it to be the greatest thing ever. I know what a BNM yeah. flyer feels like. I just think this is going to be better than those. I like nowadays with coasters, if it cracks my top 50, it's a, like a top tier coaster because that top 50 for me is like a top 10% ride. Yeah. <laughs> and like, mm, I mean, there's once cracked fairly recently, but before that, it'd been since Europe for anything. Well, no, I, stuff still, I mean, it's still pretty easy to make my top 50, but I also still just have some awesome coasters I've not read. I mean, if it's a new ride, it makes your top 50. Oh, I mean, that's true. <laughs> hey, my number one has not changed in 11 months. Wow, almost a year. Well, mine hasn't changed in like three years. Well, you're special, so we know. I'm loyal, okay? 
and it probably will change eventually. You'll you'll fork out over to fly for like a month, then realize that you do like wildfire more. So then you'll give it to wildfire, but then you'll think about taiga, and then you'll put taiga in front of it. But then you'll remember that wildfire was better, so then you'll put wildfire in front, and wildfire will sit there for like another six months, and then you'll ride something else. Can I mute you somehow? Is that still an option? No, I don't think the listeners would want to only listen to you. So that's uh, that's accurate. I'm pretty sure they only listen because of you. No, 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 no. no. They they listen to me bullying you. Um, ah, there. That's that's, that's, what that's it. That's it doesn't it. matter who's doing it. They just want to hear Jack cry. <laughs> so two more segments. Chris is just here to watch the world burn. Yes, we said this last. Last time we were here, I, I'm the puppet master, and you didn't even realize it. So, listener questions. What is Taylor Swift song about you? I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I don't know. I, I know don't, you don't. You don't need to tell me. You don't need to play it for me. Nothing. So, let's get into some questions from our lovely listeners. These are from both Instagram and the uh, the Buzz Bars Discord, which we have hijacked because our podcast is superior. So, first up, take that, Marcus. Yeah. Um, this is pretty much only for Jack. Is it difficult to separate your coaster side and the pro side? Um, I, this came, this was, eh, words are hard, y'all. This question came in pretty early to the day, so I've actually been thinking about it a bit. Um, yes and no. Yes, because I was a coaster enthusiast and a coaster enthusiast photographer hobbyist for so long before I moved to the industry side of things. So in that sense, I'm very much still a nerd. I mean, I went to Hollywood nights and partied for two nights straight. And so, yeah, I mean, I still, I still am very much on the enthusiast side of things, but at the same time, the industry is so different. Um, Cause no one cares about how many coasters you've ridden or anything like that. They're all just there for a good time. Um, so in that sense, it's entirely different, but with also the other caveat to that, if they're all just nerds too, they were all enthusiasts at one point that got into the job cause they loved it. So it really is just like a bunch of professional enthusiasts. So at the same time, there's a lot of similarities and differences. Um, it's really the biggest difference I think is that enthusiasts kind of go crazy about everything and industry people are like let's just move on y'all yeah i i mean this doesn't apply to me so but i can see i mean because it is very much like an industry that i not everyone but a very large portion of industry professionals were enthusiasts at one point some are still enthusiasts um yeah makes sense Okay, well, thank you for the question, whoever you are. Uh, that was someone on Instagram. Uh, hold on, I let me. I didn't put them on the shit notes. Whoops, my bad. We're gonna give you your shout out. Jack's gonna. Uh, Jack's gonna take it down. Oh, we did get another question for Instagram. Um, that was, I, Kakunais. I don't know, K K U N, A I I S whoever you are on Instagram. Thanks for the question. Thank you. Okay. We'll just, we'll just do the other question I got off. Um, okay. <laughs> this is from Andrew Hyde. Okay. Uh, where, what's worse the New York Mets or, uh, SLCs and, uh, the Mets and the Braves have a three game series starting tomorrow night here in Atlanta. I got to go with the Mets. I'd rather ride rest in peace t3 at all day long and lose to the mets so here's what here's what i'm gonna gonna say um so what's he doesn't care no 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 because because i have something here so slcs typically are like you know bottom barrel coasters right would you agree that overall it is the worst style of coaster it is one of two or three models that is absolute garbage yes okay so if we're grouping the Mets in there, then what does that make the Oakland Athletics, who have only won 12 games this season? Because I don't think it gets two, much further two down. Two of them against 
two of them against the Braves, which we're just not going to yeah, talk we're about. We're looking at the overall. Well, the, the big picture here is that the athletics are like historically bad. It can't get thing, worse than that. But the athletics are like that team, though. They're like historically bad, but people don't hate them. They're like, I don't know, that really not good wooden coaster at your park. That's like, it's like hurling. if it got a little love, it would be great. They're, yeah, they're the hurler of baseball. Like, if it got some love or RM seed, you know, relocated, it would be great. People don't hate it. Mad, like all four of them are just hating on you right now. When I think like, you know, the Mets are like one of the three teams, at least for me, that I despise above all other, alongside Houston Trastros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, so we're basing it off of hate, not yeah, I mean, like objectively terrible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess you could swap the tr- you could swap the trash rows for the Yankees. I'd, I'd accept that. But for me personally, I hate the trash rows more than so I hate the we'll Yankees. We'll stick with athletic- the athletics or hurler. I like. That. I, I honestly, I feel like that's a great comparison, though. That's a that's a pretty good one. Uh, thank you, Hyde, for the question. Okay. Um, now you got to go find who this next one is from. I know who that one is. That's from good old Mr. Giggly himself, Mark Antonassi. Favorite part of Hollywood Nights. Do we want to save this one for... I, Mark, I'll answer your question in a minute. Okay. Now you got to track down this one. Raven or Legend? Uh, this is from Mr. Underscore Roller Underscore Coasters. Um, what's your actual name? I know I've <laughs> met you this weekend. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm a terrible Jack, person. This is embarrassing. I know. I gotta get my act together. Hold on. Hey, um, listen, whoever you are, if I would have met you, I would have remembered your name. So keep Brady. His name Brady. is Brady. I'm so sorry, Brady. I met a lot of people this weekend. I'm not Brady. gonna lie. Well, Jack um, is. He doesn't care about you, Brady. I'm sorry. I I do care about you, Brady. I just had a momentary lapse of brain power. Okay. Well. Jack His question is Raven or Legend. Yeah. Um, my answer, I think, for the first time ever, has changed on this question. Uh oh. See, I don't remember no, what your answer was before, so this is this. Uh, no, this is the first time we're ever going to agree on it. I think. Legend. It's Legend. Yes, I love. Legend. It was running so good. Like it pains me. I I saw the light on Legend this weekend. I had two front row rides at night. Yeah. Wow. I, it I is saw, running so good. I saw that light two years ago at Hollywood Nights. I felt like it was running phenomenal. I got to ride it with a ton of cool people too. That ride is. I'm not gonna say it's one of the best coasters in the world because objectively it's hard to say it's not. But if I'm ranking my favorite coasters, it is, it's really up there because mm-hmm. in, in my eyes, this is my perfect CCI. Crazy long, couple of random moments of awesome airtime thrown in there, cool setting, and just insane laterals the whole way through. The double helix, incredible. Night rides were incredible. It, it runs it was smooth. Running. It's so good. It was running so smooth and so fast. I have not started playing with my rankings any just because I haven't had time, but it's going up. You have it is now. It was a bottom three CCI for me, and it is now a top three CCI for me. That's that's how it went when I wrote it two years ago. It it seriously jumped from I think it was in like my number eighties at the time in the rankings. It jumped to like thirty. It, it's, it's probably going to wind up around there for me too. And it might still be there for me. I mean, I'm still working on redoing my spreadsheet, and I'm like halfway there. Haven't gotten to Holiday World yet. I need we'll to see uh, where it ends up, but it's going to be up there. I'm going to try to re-shuffle mine up before we get to the end of the season. I think my top 25 is pretty locked in, though, because I look at those and I'm like, I don't think there's anything I can yeah, move into the top 25. I, see, it's I not already there. 
when I would go to reshuffle mine, I would end up just like, well, I mean, everything looks fine in top 25. Redoing it, some things have changed. Okay. So I, I started from scratch, and it made me realize some things. So we'll see. Uh, you'll have to wait for the last episode to, to find out where Legend ranks, because good chance you'll see it, to be honest. So continuing with the Holiday World questions, one of the wooden coasters at Holiday World has to get RMC'd. Which one do you choose? And until about three days ago, I would have said Legend, but I think by default I have to go with Raven now. This is a hard question because I don't feel like any of the coasters at Holiday World would make great RMC's just with mm -hmm. the ways they're laid out. Um... Off the top of my head, I think, to be honest, maybe Voyage would be the one that would make the best RMC the way it's laid out. But I, would I also, agree. I would also say Raven just because it's not on the level of the other two, in my opinion. It's really, really good, yeah. too, but it's not as good as Legend. It's not as good as Voyage. I, I, when this came from the TDR Discord, this was from Nate. Um, and I literally was like, uh, is the one they haven't built yet an option? <laughs> I wish, because that would definitely be good. Mm -hmm. But he said it was not, so yes. He's not letting us off the hook. But yeah, I think I would yeah. go Raven too. So. so, okay, this next question is from Miss Kelly, I believe. I think so too. Uh, Hold on, let me... Make sure I am paying attention. Advertisements. Hashtag advertisement. Um, yes, it is Kelly. Yes. I don't know. What do you want to do? Get like two or three of each? Overrated, underrated? What do you think are the most overrated and underrated rides? So, yeah, I'll just throw out a couple that I can think of. When I think of underrated... I think of Time Traveler, for one, because mm -hmm. even though people really, really, really like it, like a lot of people love it, I don't think it gets the respect as legitimately being like one of the best rides in the world, um, which I think it is. Um, I agree with that. I think Verbolton is a good option for similar yeah. reasons. A lot of people like it, but I think it's better than a lot of people give it um, credit for. Credit for. Yeah. Let me try to think of one more. Can you think of anything else? I mean, I've got a couple that I think just get this um, sheer just because not enough people have ridden them. Okay. Um, New Mexico Rattler, Cliffs Amusement Park. I know like three people who have ridden it. It's incredible. Um, uh, another CCI, Tremors, Silverwood. Again, just another crazy good coaster that people just haven't gotten the chance yeah. to ride. Um. And then probably one that's a little more mainstream that I think just really, like, people recognize that it's good, but it's been so overshadowed since Coaster opened up as Incredible Hulk. That's a good one. I was thinking about that one. It is, it's a really good ride. So I just... It just gets so overshadowed in the Florida market, I feel like, and it's yeah. honestly, I still think one of my favorite coasters in the state yeah. of Florida. I'm, I'm with you. So I just pulled up what I'm working on right now, the, the spreadsheet. And it made me think of three more real quick. So Just look at mine. the first one that I'll throw out there is Superman, the ride at six flags, New England. Now that only applies okay. to some people. Cause there are plenty of people who still say this is the best ride in the world. You know, they're mainly old people. And then there's the, the people who are like restraints are in it. Which is fine, I understand that. But even with those restraints, I still feel like it's one of the best rides in the world. Sticking with the Superman theme, Superman Ride of Steel at Six Flags America, and I think. Jack oh my gosh! Yes. This one. yes, yes. I who did I talk to about this the other day, and they <laughs> were like, "You're crazy for how high you have that no, ranked." I'm like, "It, it is, is just so, so much fun." Yes, that that ride has, especially in the second half incredible airtime i like seriously i said it usually el toro is the standard i hold for ejector airtime if you're better than el toro's ejector 
then it's one of the best rides in the world. Superman has El Toro level airtime in the second half, in my opinion. I I've I was scrolling down and I found where Legends at. It's at a hundred and three right yeah, that's, now. It's gonna have to change. That's going up. <laughs> Um, okay, I w- looking down my list, I'm excluding a lot of Europe coasters from this because I think naturally to Americans, they're just, it's hard to say something in Europe is underrated or overrated just yeah. because. Yeah, yeah. But I will, I'm going to put one on here. I'm going to put one European coaster on here because it just gets overshadowed, um, period. Jetline at Gronoland, <laughs> which is in Schorfskopf, um. <clears throat> is so much fun yeah i think honestly it was my favorite ride at Gronoland. that's definitely one of those ones where i've heard really really good things but just looking at povs and pictures don't see it it's one of the rides like mm-hmm. like you got to ride i i already know that but i haven't ridden it yet so i don't see it i i'm sure i will if i get to ride it one day yeah i, I only put that one on there because my dad talks about that one a lot yeah. and i was like you know that one does seem pretty yeah. Like, oh, or underrated, even for the people who I know have been to Europe and have ridden or been to Gronoland, they are like, oh, you know, Monster or Twister. And I'm like, yeah, 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 those are good. What about Jetline? Yeah. Um, it's also like, name a coaster that you can hit other coasters on. I'll wait. Oh, wait. I mean, like, Jetline, legitimately, you can just run your hand straight in the Twister. Just looks crazy. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to ride it one day. Um, Okay. It's so cool. My anyway, last one. Um, my last one is probably the most boring one, but I feel like this ride gets hated on a lot. Last time I wrote it, it was running really, really good. You remember the last time I wrote it because you were there with me. Intimidator at Carowinds, I think, needs a little more respect oh, among BNM hypers. I agree. I agree. Yeah. When I I wrote it in March with Klaus, it was running really good, and I agree. Yeah. Um. No more Intrimidator talk. It's, it even with the trims, it still runs very well. It's yeah, it is a very good coaster. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. And for all the Nitro um, talk, it's better than Nitro, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't know. I'm looking up and like I'm thinking there's some that I'm like, oh, well, is that underrated or is that overrated or is that just like rated? Um, mm, I think we hit most of the good ones. Let's okay. Let's switch to that. Let's switch to the hot takes. Let's talk about the overrated ones. Okay. Well, I got my easy answer. I got two easy answers. You can probably guess what mine is. Just go ahead and say it. All the RMC Raptors. Yeah. My Raptor hate yeah. is back. I they're just not comfortable. I can't like them as much yeah. as most people do. Yeah, so that's fair. Um, okay. Overrated. Intimidator three oh five. I don't agree. Yeah. I know you don't agree, okay. but I know you know why I'm I not do. a huge fan of that coaster. I do. And that's okay. I and I mean, would I be and, and then you know, you know what I'm gonna say next. I gotta keep on brand, y'all. It's El Toro. Surprisingly, I will kind of agree with you. So I, it's, gosh. <laughs> El Toro to me is the worst of the ten out of tens. Is how I'll put okay. It. Like, it's amazing. There are so many good qualities, but it's not. It, so many people say it's number one. It's number three. It's top five. It's not quite that, which is why I think it's a little bit overrated. Yeah. It's it's hard to, to put that into words, but I think that does it. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Because, I mean, I obviously, you know, at one point in time, really hated it. It's much higher in my rankings now, but the more the farther I've gotten away from it and the more coasters I've ridden since then, the more I'm reminded of how... It just wasn't my favorite. So, okay. I have two more answers. I think these are both pretty spicy. Um, they're going to get me some hot water. 
goodness. Department. Start with, we'll start with Kumba. Where did this come from? We are like enemies now. Are you kidding me? The first time I'm we wrote sorry. that, you loved it. I'm not saying it's not good. <laughs> I just think <laughs> that it's very overrated. Like people act like I, I, it's it's kind of the same thing as El Toro. Like it's people go nuts over it. They're like, oh my gosh, this is a ten out of ten. Like it's the best coaster ever built and like it's gotten a little better since Guazio, but i'll give it that but like it always feels like that's a coaster people go nuts over and it's great but it's not that great in the end at the end of the day it's a looper that's pretty forceful okay i understand i want to know who you're hearing that from because I think the ones who say that it's that good are very obviously fanboys. I have never, I know I have never said that it's you, no, you, that you, perfect I'm, ride because I know I'm not what accusing it is. you of that. I know what it is. And for what it is, it's awesome. And that, that's kind of like what I was saying with flying dinosaur earlier. Like I know what a BNM flyer is. I know what they feel like. This is going to be the best version. That's what Kumba is to sit downs to me. And I know you probably like Hulk more, and Hulk is great too. Hulk, but Hulk is my favorite. I will, yes. Kumba is awesome. I don't think it's a ten out of ten. I think it's like a high eight on the coaster three six five scale. I, it would yeah. be like an eight point eight eight or something like that. So yes, I'm not I'm not accusing you of that, but there are people out there who act like it is all of that in a box of rocks, and I just don't see it. Like, and even the last time I wrote it which was with you it was good but i was like eh. it has its days where it's off i will give you that when i wrote it uh the time we did it for brian's video i uh it, it was running pretty rough i'm not gonna lie so hopefully those off days aren't as often but when it's on it is on like the first time you wrote it it was on and you really it was on it. You love it. And I really liked it i also did have a heck of a lot less credits at that point in time too so that's no yeah, I feel you. Um, okay, my other one, I also know this one is going to, this one's going to get me in some hot water with you specifically, because I know we disagree on this coaster. It's Candemonium. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to get you in too much trouble, because I, I get it, because I've had good days and bad days with that ride. I mean, I only have that one ride on it with you and what year was that 2020 2021 i can't even remember at this point like that's the only ride i have on it and it just didn't impress me and i don't i get i need to ride it again but just even looking at the layout especially now that i live you know 20 minutes from goliath it's like eh, no okay i i'm with you i don't i don't think it's like a top tier hyper it's very good i do like it when there's no line i've marathoned it at hershey before it's fun but uh yeah no i'm not there's a I'm lot of people who go it's mako or goliath there's a lot of people who go nuts over it and so that's where this is coming from is i think there's a lot of people who say it's so good and i just don't see it yeah. i like it but i i mean i wouldn't i don't know if i yeah, even put it over intimidator with how intimidating well, and that's the thing all of these overrated coasters i like all of them i'm not saying any of these are trash coasters i'm just saying yeah, people rake up a lot right. higher on average than I think they deserve. Same for me, and I'm genuinely like generally a pretty optimistic person when it comes to coasters. Like even my disappointing rides, I end up ranking pretty high because I like them. But I got one, and it's not even ranked too high. And I despise this ride. I genuinely hate it. It was terrible. It's the Monorail Mamba. <laughs> you could have seen that. Okay, coming. no. I get it. And I, okay, so I get to ride it in two weeks, and apparently it runs like God tier coaster yeah, now. We'll, we'll and I can't. Okay, it's got to I mean, it. I'm going, I'm going in with like, you know, it was monorail. It was the monorail coaster. That's a running no joke on this show. And I, part of me really wants to, you know, get off of it and be like, that still sucks. But then also part of me wants to get to come back on the show and be like, okay. It's a good coaster, actually. And if you do, I will be no. happy for you. But, okay, 
I don't actually. I totally get that one. I don't actually hate Mamba because it didn't hurt or anything. It was just boring. So I don't hate it. I was just being dramatic for the show. But I I will say when I first wrote Mamba, and I think I've said this before, I put it in like top 70 because it's a hyper coaster. It's 200 feet tall. How bad can it be? After thinking it over, I have it below like some family rides because it was on that level. It was this. The forces on Mamba were less than the forces Mm -hmm. on Cobra's Curse. Less than the forces on Fire (laughs) Chaser Express. So, you know, that that was my experience. He's making a valid point. (laughs) I I would like to be wrong when I get back there one day. When ZMBC Zinger opens in 2042. (laughs) And I get to ride the ride. (laughs) Maybe it'll be good. Steel Force was good. I really like Steel Eel. Still, Steel Eels like chiropractor the ride. Yeah, you go over the last couple of hills, it's just like bunk as your back realigns itself. Mama will never break. Never, I I don't, but yeah, I know I'm looking up and down my list trying to make sure there's not any like obvious ones I'm forgetting. That was my last one. Everything else I like quite a bit. I think that's I think that's all of them for me too. I mean, I could say like Batwing because a lot of people like that, and I thought it was awful. But a lot of people also think it's awful, so not even gonna say anything else about that one. Yeah. Okay, we got one more question. This was from who was it? Aaron. Yes. Uh. Aaron. Yes. Ride factor, right? Ride factor. Yes. Yep. You could change one element on your favorite coaster to make it even better. What is it, and why? Um, is moving into my backyard a valid answer? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I would switch the side of the lift till the catwalks are on so I can see the view better. Does that count? I accept that. But I think, I, yes! think, I think Aaron wants a little more. So I think you got to come up uh, so yeah, I, and then the, the lift hill catwalks for wildfire on the lake side of the lift hill, and that would it'd be so cool if they were on the other side so you could see the lake better. But okay, real answer <coughs> is the oh, let's see, it's so perfect. It literally is the perfect coaster for me. I would okay. I would take the last little bit of uh, of wildfire is like you do you climb up and you do this like drop under the like main drop and it's like s bins i would replace one of i would replace those s bins with the zadra um s turn whip hill rather than it just being like maverick style turns or i305 style turns how it is i would just put the 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 zadra whip hill in okay but that's that's honestly yeah so mine's tough because mine's time traveler and Make it so you always go over that one dip into the backwards. second launch backwards. That's a really good answer. <laughs> By the way, okay, I'll go ahead and say this real quick. I leave for my Six Flags St. Louis and Silver Dollar City trip tomorrow. So next week you'll have trip report for that. Um, one thing I'm excited about when I've been looking at pictures and video from recent, recently with Time Traveler, it looks like foliage has grown in a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm it's very excited to see if it improves it even more because it's already the perfect ride to me. The ride layout. So, this is a crazy thought. And I wanted to try this in Planet Coaster one day, never got around to it. I'm not good enough at that game. You know how you go out yes. of the second launch and then you come up into that big, like, overbank and then you twist mm-hmm. into the brake run? Mm-hmm. So, what if instead of that being a big overbank, it twisted outer bank, inverted, and then twisted back out and into the break room. So basically, so basically the elements you get, are putting on the, the Exodus coaster at Thor Park. Kind of. Like, like it's almost like Top Hat-ish, except you get outer bank airtime and then flip all the way into it upside down at the peak. And then you continue rolling out into that last turn into the break room. It's yeah, hard to describe, I can... but I have that idea, and I think it would be really, really good. It would be pretty good. I, be I agree much, with that. It'd be, it'd be very fun. So I would like I to agree. experiment with that. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, that ride, if there was just a way I could always go into the second launch backwards, that would be my answer. It could always be on two trains, and it, it could always have no line with row seven open waiting for me. Row seven is heaven. I I can't wait to ride it again, man. I really can't. I can't wait to hear your reaction to it, because it's been... Two years. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm so excited to just do everything at that park again. I'm excited to do flooded mine again i'm excited to go in grandpa's mansion again i'm excited to eat cinnamon bread like even the smallest stuff i just love all the little stuff about the park. have you done mystic river falls yet yeah i waited two hours for it that's right you did so i'm hoping that doesn't have as much of a line too because i would like to do it but if it's that long again i it's gonna be the one thing yeah else. i'm a little jealous you're getting back to that park this year i'd love to get back there but i don't think it's gonna happen We'll see. Well, we've definitely gone over the time we expected to. Um, we really have. We we talked about some stuff longer than I thought. Yeah, think we thought we, we would. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think this is going to go on for too terribly long. And yeah, I doubt I mean, it either. It's Hollywood Nights. But we're going to talk about Hollywood Nights. Woo! Um. So obviously, Holiday World, Santa Claus, Indiana hosted the. Uh, like it's been, it's been uh, like almost twenty years they've been hosting this event now. Um, so Holiday World hosted Hollywood Nights this year. The theme was Coaster Grease, and I got to go as always. This was my fifth year in a row going. Um, yeah, it's such a good event. So I drove up on Thursday night. Got to the park right at 10 a.m. on Friday. Got our badges, got checked in, and went straight to Voyage. Let's talk prefab track. That first hill is running so insanely fast. I swear it's actually losing speed. Is hitting the upstop so hard. Um, and the rest of Voyage is running just absolutely incredible it's the smoothest the ride has ever been by far it's relentless i swear it's got more laterals than it's ever had in the past it's just running so good um besides that thunderbird is running incredible raven is running pretty good raven's actually probably the roughest ride in the park now and Legend was doing things to not just me, but every single person who rode Legend was like, wow, it's running incredible. Um, but honestly, this was the, the thing this year. I spent most of my time in the water park. I mean, um, I can't blame you with how good their water park is. The water park was good, but it was also, I think it was the hottest Hollywood nights I've been to. It was 95 both Jeez. days. Um, so floating around in the lazy river, doing water slides, getting in the wave pool was great. I finally got to do cheetah chase. That's a ton of fun. Um, and I think finally, I have finally, after all these years, decided which water coaster I like the most at Holiday World. Okay. Any guesses? Wildebeest? I'm going to go with Mammoth. That's the only one and I've I have, done, and it was incredible. Okay, so Wildebeest is awesome, but it's got the inline seating, and I, the airtime is just not as good. Mammoth has got the round tubes, which I love because you can see everyone and see everyone's reactions. Yeah. But then it's also got maybe the best moment of airtime in the entire park. It's it's crazy, the air you get If you ride. are the lucky person... Who gets to go over one of those Dorito Hills backwards? You better be holding on. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. I got to I wrote it twice. Um, it was so much fun. I love Mammoth. I love that water park. Um, obviously it's Hollywood Nights. Food was great, people were great. Um, shout out to the whole Holiday World team, Matt, Leah, Sabrina, Lauren. Stephen, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting too many people, and I thank you all for such a great event. ERT was incredible. Um, 
Voyage at Night Trimless. Honestly, it was not running as fast as it was last year, but it was almost more aggressive somehow this year, and I rode it far less than I did I've ever done in years past, except for 2021. Whew. Uh, but, yeah. Hollywood Nights was great. And so I'll get around to answering Mark's question now, and I think I'll wrap it up there. I, I mean, it was a great trip, but not like a great trip to break down think moment by moment just because of how over the place it was. But I'm going to give... There, there are three things that were the absolute, like my absolute favorite things that happened. Number three was Come Sail Away by Styx being blasted on a Bluetooth speaker in the Voyage station for an hour and a half straight during ERT and the entire station singing it. Yes. Number two was when we had that same Bluetooth speaker up at Thunderbird station blasting Danger Zone in its station for like 30 minutes while we were marathoning Thunderbird. And number one, also involving said Bluetooth speaker, was when good old Wallen Ballen was forced to ride Howler by himself for the Zin Ride auction. While the very large bit of Buzzbar's Cloister Club stood on the playground singing all by yourself. You gotta ride all by yourself. Ow. While he's forced to ride Howler by himself. It is by far the stupidest thing I think I've ever seen Buzzbar's do at a park. And that's saying something. <laughs> and it was incredible. Sounds like a good show. So that was that was my favorite moment of the night was watching Wallen Ball and crammed and Wallen Ball's like six five. He's not a small guy. Crammed onto the front row of Howler by himself at nine forty five at night. <laughs> I would have loved to have made so, it, but not this year. Yeah, it was a good year, but there's always next year. We'll see. So, yeah, with that, I think that wraps up uh, my little Hollywood Nights trip recap. Recap. <laughs> recap. Uh, we went just thanks. over an hour. Look at that. So, yeah. So, Chris, you can tell the people again where you're going and what they can expect next week. So, tomorrow is Tuesday when this is being recorded. And I fly out late at night to St. Louis, where on Wednesday I will be returning to Six Flags St. Louis, where, if you remember, didn't have such a great visit my first time there. Uh, we've talked about it on the show before, but I might finally get to ride American Thunder, then I get to re-ride Mr. Freeze, re-ride Boss, re-ride Screaming Eagle. Um, get their boomerang. Get their boomerang, yeah. And then Thursday, I go back. Silver Dollar City, my favorite park in the world. Very excited. Hopefully I'll get to do everything. Eat lots of cinnamon bread. Ride Time Traveler 10 more times, which is what I've done every single trip I've been there. So we'll see. I'm excited. And we'll have that trip report for you next week. And then Jack, the next week. The, yeah, the week after that, uh, Father's Day weekend, I'm heading out to uh, Worlds of Fun for Stumbles of Fun with Buzz Bars. It's also going to be checking out Lost Island Theme Park that weekend. <laughs> Looking forward to getting back there, getting some rides on Mamba, some rides on Prowler, fingers crossed, some rides on Zambezi Zinger, and checking out a brand new park and riding the only hydraulic launch in the U.S. I have not ridden now, Matagoonie. Yeah, there you go. And a new SLC. Hooray. Yeah, and that cool little dark ride thing. Oh, the dark ride. That's honestly what I'm most looking forward to. And apparently the they're locked. No, because I... So I f we're driving up there Sunday morning. It's like four and a half hours up there. Um, and so we're going to get there, like, right it open. Be there probably till three or four. And then I leave, like, at 6.30 out of Des Moines, which is like an hour away. So, yeah. Yeah, this should be fun. I'm excited. I'm really excited to see that park. Uh, hopefully, spread some love and share the word. So, yeah, well, you'll hear about uh, 
it two weeks from now, and then next week we got my trip report. So, that being said, thank you guys for listening once again. We will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.